What's up, fans? This is Nick. And Crystal. And you're listening to... my childhood home with a special guest. He's our resident Lord of the Rings expert. He's an animator and an artist. And he's also my little brother. Hello. This is Logan Kidd. So, hey Logan. Hello. I fed him alcohol before we got this started, so. Well, you didn't feed him. I fed him alcohol. You just served him. Forced it. Forced it down (laughs) his throat. I think we're ready to talk about our topic of the week, which is... Lord of the Rings. <laughs> We're here with my brother, who is a big Lord of the Rings fan. I've always been the Star Wars fan in the family. He has been the Lord of the Rings fan in the family. The only one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love Lord of the Rings. I remember you and I would play yeah. the, the old board game. The there was a game. board game? There's a, there's a, oh it's a mini-figure game. Mini, yeah, um, I still have all of those. Yeah, <laughs> and then... We played, uh, remember the GameCube game? Oh my god, I had that, that game. That game was amazing. The best Lord of the Rings it. game ever made. Which was, it was called Battle, no, um. Was, I think it was Battle for Middle Earth. It was nice. this, the GameCube game. Yeah. I, I, I still remember I got like a. You could kill. play as any character yeah. you wanted. I always picked Legolas because I'm the big brother and I get what I want. Yeah. So, uh, Logan, we want to talk to you about Lord of the Rings and I kind of want to know a little bit about your fandom and how you kind of got into Lord of the Rings. So how did you first discover that? Well, the first thing that I really remember ever seeing of Lord of the Rings was I remember I saw the second movie just in like the front row, like the literal front row, like very right side of the theater. And I just remember like having to look straight up and we're just like in awe of the whole thing. Wait, you yeah. saw the second movie first? Yeah. Like I hadn't seen the first movie. Like, oh. I, remember, I, I, I might have, but like I don't remember it. Like the first thing I remember is seeing the second movie and then like I just loved it and I still I still think it's my favorite one. Um, but I remember going from there and just having to go back and see the movie or the first movie and then I eventually the third movie came out and I saw that and I loved it and then I read the book like a thousand times and then I kept over the years I just kept watching and watching the movies and and I would find the extended editions and watch those and like find the behind the scenes and watch those and it just steadily grew and grew because like the the characters were all really fun and I, I really love worlds and what Tolkien does with his book is just he super fleshes it out he comes up with everything he makes multiple languages multiple backgrounds like i love when i can like see a character and be like well where does this person come from why is this person here and then like later in the book or even that chapter it'll be like well he came from here he does this this is why he's here like that whole knowledge of just i I just love and like a, a full story it makes it feel more real. Yeah. That's that's kind of why it became something that I just cherish and just my big my big thing. Yeah. He's sort of the creator of fantasy world building. Yeah. For sure. So anytime there's like dragons or elves or dwarves or anything in a movie or a book, 
it probably stemmed from Tolkien. Because he was, he was scared at first, because like when he created dwarves, he was like, I want them, I want it to be with a V and not an F or the other way around, I can't remember, but he's like, I don't want them to be like uh, Disney dwarves, where they're yeah. like all happy, I want their dwarves, they're, they're my version of them, so he's like, mm-hmm. they're spelled this way, they're like this, so he was really scared. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So... Are there a lot of differences, you would say, from the books than the movies? Yeah. Um, especially, like, a lot of it is pacing, and they just can't fit in a mm-hmm. lot of stuff. And so, like, the first one, or the movies have to go through a lot of content a lot faster. So, like, the book makes the journey seem a lot more arduous, and there's, there's lots of stops. They have to go up here, go up to this mountain, all that doesn't work. They have to travel all the way down and you get like the entire account of like them having to go from here to point A to point C to point D and just, and the movie is more like more urgent kind of task that they have to do right now. So they have to go on and do it now. So it feels a little bit faster and like the first movie Feels like a couple weeks, but the in the book it's like twenty years. Whoa! Because like and and there's also like a lot of backstory that you can't get in the movie just because it's just impossible, pretty much. Because Tolkien like makes backstory for everything, like I said. So like I can't blame them for not being able to fit everything in the movie. <laughs> so there's, there's a lot that's not put in, like entire just chapters and characters that are just taken out well if you guys haven't noticed i'm being very quiet (laughs) (laughs) because out of all the like fandoms this is the one i know the least about yeah um and it's kind of what you were saying that like the lord of the rings is a little bit darker and i think that's probably why Mm -hmm. i never watched them because when they they all came out we were a lot younger obviously and so watching that and plus i'm a big chicken (laughs) i cannot disney movies scare me you can just ask nick i will hide Mm. behind pillows or blankets or whatever (laughs) if i feel like if i hear the music changing i'm hiding and i'm closing my ears and i think just with lord of the rings it was just too much for me when i was younger Mm -hmm. and i mean it wasn't until maybe two three weeks ago i finally watched fellowship of the ring Mm -hmm. But I fell asleep. (laughs) (laughs) It was also late at night, but still, like, there's so much, there's a lot of information, (laughs) even in just the movies. Like, I I haven't even bothered to even look at the books. I I know that the books are massive. I want to show my, because I don't think any of my roommates or, like, any of my friends has even finished any of them. Mm -hmm. And I think one of my roommates has. But, like, I want to show them, but I also don't, because, like, I know the whole time I'm just going to be explaining things and being being the one that has to answer questions or, like, trying to explain things. Yeah. Like, well, they, they did this because of this. Like, doing that, like, just coaching the whole time. So, like, <laughs> it'd be really hard for me to watch it with them. So you've you've watched the extended series, The Doctor's oh, Cuts. Yeah, How long are those? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I think the last, the Return of the King is, like, almost four hours. Wow. And then so is the second one. And I, I and of course I I have them all on like Google Play. So like I'll just watch them sometimes when I'm <laughs> when I'm working, I'll just watch them and it it's just a lot of stuff. Wow. It's, it's How many, I didn't realize there was that much content just deleted from the mm-hmm. movies. Because it like full it takes like twelve hours I think to see them all. 
Wow. And it's, it's a lot of That's stuff. That's a process. All right, so what theories do we have? All right, well, you ready for some theories, Logan? I, yeah. So <laughs> the way this works, we're gonna, I'm going to throw some theories at you, and you just tell me, yeah, that sounds great, no, that's dumb, and give me a reason why. Okay. So. This is going to be fun. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. There's a lot more than I thought there would be, actually. Yeah, I can't, I don't know, I don't really know any. Yeah, I would think, like, especially a book and a story that's so flushed out with all these details would not have any mysteries, Mm -hmm. but it does. And there's a couple interesting ones. So I'm going to start off with probably my favorite one. All right, the first theory is Gollum killed Frodo's parents. Oh. Though it's not featured in a big way in the films, the books go into a little more detail about the death of Frodo's parents. Drogo and Primula Baggins drowning during a a freak boating accident is tragic, but story-wise, it gives Frodo less of a reason to be tied down in the Shire. But one fan theory suggests there's a darker undercurrent to the story, that Frodo's parents were in fact murdered. The culprit, Gollum. After the events of The Hobbit, Gollum sets out finding his precious stolen ring. The problem was, Gollum really only had two things to go on when it came to finding the ring, Baggins and Shire. It's not out of the question that he might come across Brandywine River on his quest and would certainly kill any Bagginses he found there. The theory is is propped up by the questionable circumstances of the deaths. And it quotes, I've heard they went on the water after dinner in the moonlight said old Noakes, and it was Drogo's weight that sunk the boat, and I heard she pushed him in, and he pulled her in after him. Both Drogo and Primula were pretty pretty experienced boaters, though, so it's more than a little surprising that they would just fall in the water and die. So basically, that's the theory, that is it possible that Gollum actually killed Frodo's parents? I don't know. I, I, I can maybe see it, but, like, I just... How do, do you think that Frodo's parents died the way that they said I, I he did? I think so, because, like, cause didn't he die just, like, because he ate too much and the boat sank? Yeah, he ate yeah. too much and the boat sank. It's like this, you know, jolly, that's, like, that's jovial. Such, that's such, like, I, I can see, like, a hobbit way to die. Mm-hmm. And just, like, <laughs> the, the yeah. dumbest, like, he, he ate too much and he sank. Yeah. Like, that's such a... a very sturdy boat. Yeah, like, it's such a, like, a yeah. silly kind of thing. And it's, like... The happiest way to die, mm-hmm. I guess, in like a weird way. Like he he was he was so happy and he ate so much that he an accident happened and he just sank the boat. Yeah. That's such a a funny thing. That yeah, that, that would be a cool thing though, because like it would make their fates like connected even. Yeah, more. it would definitely be a really cool ending. So <laughs> we think no thumbs down on that. Yeah, one. I don't think so. No, all right. So that's a no. This one is one I've always kind of wondered what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. And this one's kind of going a little bit wild here. Um, So I'm I'm starting off with kind of the crazy theories, and then I'll go to the ones you've probably heard of before. So this one's called The Secret of the Three Hairs. Oh, I know this. You know this one? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to... Maybe you can explain it better than I can then. So this almost feels like... Okay, so this theory apparently fits really well into the mythos that it's basically canon, is what they're saying. So, just as, just after the Fellowship is formed, the angelic Lady Gadriel... Gadriel. Galadriel. 
Glad Galadriel. 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 Alcohol. <laughs> the Lady Galadriel <laughs> offers each member of the group a special gift. Legolas got a rad new bow. Pippin and Mary each received sweet daggers, and Boromir was bestowed with the tacky gold belt that did not go with his with his bracers. Oh my gosh. <laughs> The most interesting gift of all was given to Gimli, the dwarf. Galadriel actually asked Gimli what he wanted from the elves. And after a bit of stammering, Gimli gave in and requested his greatest desire. Others were naturally curious about what the mysterious gift was. Legolas asks her, what was her gift? He replied, I asked for one hair from her golden head, and she gave me three. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean exactly? So, from what I remember, there's a guy named, like, Feanor or something. Feanor, yeah. Yeah. And a long time ago in the Silmarillion, which is, like, the super before time. Yeah. He see he sees Galadriel when she's young, and she has, like, this beautiful hair, and it's, like, the most beautiful thing he's ever seen. He's like, can I have one? And she, she was like, no, because she can see, like, he's not a good person. He's like, mm-hmm. no, you just want it because you're a bad person. Yeah. And he asks her three more or two more times, and eventually she's like, no, you you don't get any of my hair. So he makes the Silmarils, which yeah. are like the like essence of beauty and wholeness that the world once was, like just perfect objects, this most beautiful thing to kind of like match her hair. So, but he, he still never gets her hair because he was, like, evil at heart or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Gimli, he was like, your hair is just beautiful. Like, you, you're the most fairest thing. Like, I will never call anything else pretty again or fine again. Um, and he's like, I just, I just want a piece of your hair to remember you by, to remember how beautiful you are. And she's like, I won't give you one, I'll give you three. Which is like that's how many times the yeah, asked. It's like kind of like a spite. And, and, and I think there's a picture of like Legolas like smiling because he, he knows, and mm-hmm. it's, it's funny because I I think that one is like most likely true. Just you think so. Like, just because I think it's I like why would why would he put that in there? Like why yeah. why would she give him three hairs when earlier? yeah? It's definitely a nice little touch that yeah. I feel like was added as a reference to the Cimmerillion mm-hmm. and that's so you think that was true then? I think so. Alright, that's but cool. What's that special about her hair? Magical powers? Like the most beautiful <laughs> she's like that's the most beautiful creature in the world. She's, she's basically um, what it is. Yeah, okay. she's basically like a super angel and you yeah. like see her hair. It's like a silver. Well she she sort of is kind of yeah, a, a daughter like, of a god. Yeah. Essentially. Can like, I can I um just put in my one that I have? Yeah. Alright, that's right. <laughs> that's it. actually a meme, but it'll work. <laughs> okay. Because got that little fun in there. Okay. So this says, what if by fly you fools, Gandalf was actually telling the Fellowship to use the eagles to fly to Mordor? Oh. Yeah, you've heard that one, right? Yeah, the, I have no idea what why, the hell is talking why, about. Why, why don't they use name? the eagles to go everywhere? I can give you some backstory on that. I one. actually already read it. Oh, you you want to tell them that? It's something about the eagles being proud creatures that, that um, they pretty yeah. much don't want to get involved like, unless it's involving them, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Like they're they're. Just like every other being in the whole world, they don't want to help. Like the in the books, like 
The elves are leaving because, like, the world is doomed. They don't want to help. The dwarves don't care. They're digging. Like, <laughs> the ants are asleep or basically dying. Mm. And then, like, the eagles are doing their own thing. Like, they don't, they don't care. Like, it's because they basically live forever or have their own means. Like, men are the only one that, like, die pretty much, <laughs> die young. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're the only ones that, like, actually do stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. like, and fight and stuff. Yeah. So, the eagles don't care. Like, they only helped Gandalf because Gandalf, like, saved, like, their king. Yeah. Thing. So, like, they, they're they, just, like, pay, repaying a debt. And just, like, mm-hmm. they're not going to fly But why would they come and save Frodo, I wonder? I mean, they're still, like, good people. And I, I think... I don't think they could have flown the entire way from the Shire to uh, Mount Doom and just, like, just do that one journey. Because, like, there are a lot of people that would fight them. Yeah. And, like, a lot of people... Because, like, there was the bird bat things that saw the fellowship when they were going into mm-hmm. going to try to go that one way and they're like oh no it's like yeah. i think the only reason they were able to sneak in was because like the whole army was at the black gate and so like they were just fixated on that so, like we don't need to see everyone just, like mm-hmm. look out for any more people because they're all right there why would we yeah. need to look out for more people all, <laughs> I, I know where they are yeah they would just shoot him down, pretty much. Yeah. It would probably not end as well as we think it would. <laughs> so that's a no? Yeah, that's a, that's a big no. Oh, that's not what I have. That's, like, the biggest one. Yeah. Because like, people see... Because he's, he's flying, right? Yeah. Or he's on the back yeah, of one just, of like, them, on the telling them that? Because mm-hmm. they're also, like, sentient creatures that are made from, like, a different semi-angel god thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like the uh, the description that I saw in there about them, they kind of reminded me of um, the creatures from Harry Potter, Buckbeak, the hippogriffs. Yeah, mm-hmm. the hippogriffs. How they're just they're just very proud animals. Like yeah. you insult them, they will you know do something about it. Mm-hmm. And then Malfoy will go tell his father about it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so this next one I have is actually one that I've always kind of felt, and I didn't know I was the only one. I was another. Uh, I thought it was the only one who thought this. Apparently I'm wrong. Other people think this too. So Gollum is actually a separate entity that possesses anyone who wields the one ring. So the thought behind this is, at least for me, is when you see, um, when you see Bilbo again and he actually says my precious Mm -hmm. and his face distorts and it distorts in the same way that Gollum does, that Smeagol does. Mm -hmm. And he kind of gets this sort of golem-like personality out of nowhere, and it makes me wonder: is like, does the ring actually turn that into you? And then on top of that, even um, Isildur, he even calls it precious. It's precious to me. So golem is almost like the entity of the ring, and that's just something that I've always kind of thought. Do you think that it's possible that? Whenever you get the ring, you get the, this sort of secondary personality that comes with it, too. I, I, I think it's right, but, like, misguided. Because I don't think it could be... Because the ring isn't super special. It's just basically, like, a way for um, Sauron to, like, focus his power. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't really do anything. It has a mind of its own, and that's Sauron. 
like its mind is Sauron. So I guess it could be that Gollum is like a form of Sauron. He's like sort like, of like a side effect. Yeah. So like, and I think like the them saying like my precious is just like Sauron. I think that's that's it's precious to him because it's like literally a part of him. Mm-hmm. Like if that ring is destroyed, he dies too. Oh, that makes sense. So you don't think that the ring in itself has a personality. You think that's more just like, mm-hmm. almost like a horcrux. Yeah, I was going to say, there's like so many similarities yeah, in Lord yeah. of the Rings and Harry Potter. Because like even when you were talking about how it like takes on the personality of, you know, whatever, there's a mm-hmm. scene when they're in the Ministry of Magic and Voldemort turns into like that sand thing and then actually goes inside Harry Potter. And yeah. then when he's having that back and forth battle, mm-hmm. you see how his face distorts mm-hmm. into almost like Voldemort where her, his eyes get dark. And the same thing with yeah. Gollum and what's the other dude's name? Baggins, what's his, what's his face? Frodo? No, the other one. Bilbo? Yes. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Bilbo. Why Bilbo? It rhymes with dildo. Just why? <laughs> I think that's what he was thinking of when he was choose the weirdest names. <laughs> so people will remember them always. Because yeah, the ring is basically just like a, a, a way to control people. It lies to you and it tells you like, this is the greatest weapon on earth. This is the thing that will make you the greatest. So like, it's... It, Make it becomes you, precious yeah, to you. Yeah, it makes you think it's precious. So, to sum up, you say no, that it's, but you say specifically no, that it doesn't have a personality, mm-hmm. that it's more so that it's just like a side effect of the yeah. ring. Okay. So that's just more of Sauron's way of just yeah. manipulating you. Yeah. yeah. Is the only reason they end up acting interesting. That I thought I had you there. It's Dang. not even, like, I saw a thing, because, like, it's not even that important of a ring, because, like, it does kill Sauron, but, like, doesn't really do anything. It just makes you invisible. Like, this is the only real power that yeah, it gives you. Yeah, that is interesting. It doesn't really actually do anything. I, I, I really like that, because it basically just lies to you. Like, this is... Because everyone that holds it, or everyone that sees it, like, this is... We should use this. Like, it doesn't do anything. Mm. We should use this weapon against them. Like, how? It doesn't do anything. That's just, interesting, Because yeah. I was watching it with my friends, and they, that's what they were asking, and I had to, like, research, like... Like, what does the ring actually do? <laughs> it doesn't do anything. <laughs> See, and I always thought that, like, whenever the person wore the ring, they just become possessed. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just thought, like, it was some kind of virus thing that happened yeah. time when I got the ring, but that you're, kind you're of not, You're not sense. completely wrong. I know, but that, it makes more sense, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now. It's more like a horcrux. And on that topic, actually, you pointed out that there's a lot of similarities between Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings. Yeah, a ton. And so there's actually... Side by side. Yeah, there's a the ton characters. of them. And like we said earlier, like... A lot of today's fantasy is inspired by Lord of the Rings. And there's one big one that a lot of people think told, that a lot of people think George R. I'm sorry, I'm getting mixed up. A lot of people think J.K. that J.K. Rowling they have like, bought, they all have George R. Martin. I'm getting them all mixed up. <laughs> but a lot of people think that J.K. Oh my god. J.K. That, that J.K. Rowling. You haven't had that much to drink. J.K. Rowling. Okay, a lot of people believe that J.K. Rowling borrowed one major character from Lord of the Rings and almost filled in a gap that Lord of the Rings has. And it's the mystery of these lost wizards. Oh, and that they're Dumbledore? That there's Dumbledore. Oh my god, I love that. So, okay, so here's the idea. Is that why everyone confuses the long beard? You even did that on our first one. I did do that on mine. The long beard. 
This one is it sounds crazy, but it's kind of convincing when you well, think. You got about Logan it. really excited. Yeah. So I don't believe it, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. That it's the reason I say it's possible is because it's definitely possible that J.K. Rowling was very inspired by Lord of the Rings and wanted to add a little tribute to it. Mm-hmm. So. It all relies on the fact that there are five Istari, which better known as wizards. Mm-hmm. Um, the people who have just, you, the, the people you see with the giant hats running around. You've got three that you you know of. You've got Gandalf the Gray, Saruman the White, and Radagast, the guy with who doesn't know how to clean bird poop off of his hair. What? He's Radagast the Brown. Radagast oh, the Brown. Oh, okay. Um, he's a really dingy looking. Yeah, he's one. the short. Okay, yeah, okay, he's the okay, short looking guy. I was wearing brown. The missing pieces of this magical grandpa pie are the two blue wizards, which Tolkien glossed over briefly but never fully followed up on. Last we heard, they were they went they were sent into Mordor to quell the threat of Sauron. They weren't seen again, but there's also no explicit mention of their deaths. The two blue wizards could be anyone, which is why it's entirely possible that they are in fact Albus Dumbledore and his nemesis, Galen Grindelwald. It would kind of make a lot of sense. And how they got from to Earth from Middle-earth isn't as important as the, thema- as the thematical connections. Dumbledore says that it's, it is important to fight and fight again and keep fighting for only evil can be kept at bay, though never quite eradicated, meaning that he wasn't going to give up once Sauron was down for the count. Though Grindelwald fell into the dark side, Star Wars reference, like Saruman before him, (laughs) like Saruman before him, Dumbledore kept up the fight and was eventually upgraded from Dumbledore the Blue to Dumbledore the White. It fits especially because in Latin, Albus literally means translates to white. And also, it makes sense that Dumbledore took the job at Hogwarts at at a place where he could best mount his defense of the world. Once there, he builds an army of wizards to do just that. And yet, it still remembers where he came from, which explains why there's a portrait of Gandalf the Grey hanging in Dumbledore's office. No, there's not. There is, actually. But it's pretty broad. It just looks like a bearded man. (laughs) I mean, they all look like bearded men in the office. Yeah. So, but it it goes actually a little bit further than that. He even hints towards Dumbledore's true identity when... When he passes on, here's a passage from the book. Note the specific colors mentioned. Bright white lights had erupted next to Dumbledore's body and the table upon which they lay. Higher and higher they rose, obscuring the body. White smoke spiraled in the air and made strange shapes. Harry thought, Harry thought for one heart stopping moment that he saw a phoenix fly joyful in the blue. Oh, said, fly joyfully in the blue. But in a second, the fire had vanished. Dumbledore had already assembled his wizard defense force, so he passed off into the undying lands and most fantastical, in the most fantastical way possible. The entire theory sheds a new light on Dumbledore's words. Ah, music, a magic far beyond all we do here. As it so happens, the world of Middle-earth was created via song which we hear about in the Cimmerillion. Yeah. 
So, what do you think? Do you think that these two worlds could exist in the same world? Could they? Could he have just jumped into another dimension? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is Dumbledore. The picture, because he is right. I do like the last thing you said because the Middle Earth world was basically created by all the angels and every Louvitar, like the god yeah. singing song. And that's what created the world. Mm -hmm. So, like, I do, I do think that what he he said at the end was nice. But I, I don't know. I don't know. You don't like, want to cross I, both I, worlds. I want, I want it. So Come bad. on. I Let's want get it. a little closer. I want, I want to get your official opinion on this. <laughs> I, I want it so badly. You're gonna, you're gonna either make Crystal really, really. I mean, happy I'm already really gonna be your sister-in-law. I want it so badly, but I don't know. See, now we gotta like, make a shirt that shows like. Like, was it Middle Earth Dumbledore and then trailer Dumbledore? Just, like, up and down. <laughs> I mean, come on. Isn't the upside down? Because <laughs> what the Blue Wizards did was they just, like, went off into... I don't think they went to Mount Doom. I don't... They I went think, to Quell. They, they went to... So that's what they... That's what they... That's what all of their texts were. They yeah. were to... The Ishtari were sent to Middle Earth to, like, destroy the evil and darkness. But, like, Saruman just kind of went evil... Radagast just fell in love and smoked, and then the two blue wizards just left <laughs> and went off west forever. And it was only Gandalf that really stayed and helped. Because I was, I just, I think they just went off west into like the the whatever world, the all the random lands that we don't really know about, and just went off that way. But they could have like used used some like time. Time dimension. I mean, it does have a time turner. Just saying. Just <laughs> teleport to a different world, to a different like dimension. The reason I think it's possible is because it's made after the fact. Mm -hmm. I think that J.K. Rowling could have easily just wanted to pay a little bit of homage and just created the character. It's very loose, but I like it a lot. But I don't know. You're the expert on this one. Uh, He's I, got the beard. So. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Sealed. But, like, they were brothers, and Grindelwald isn't... No, it's not they a were like They were Grindelwald, friends. or Albus oh. and Grindelwald are in love, right? Oh. So like well, kind of, I think like, Dumbledore was in love with him, but Grindelwald just... I don't know if he was fighting it, or he just totally did not even see it. Yeah. Like, that's, that's kind of a weird thing for brothers to do. But, I mean, Dumbledore does have a brother. <laughs> Albus has and a brother. Has, and he has a sister. Uh-huh. Who's died. Who died. So you've kind of actually torn a hole in this theory that yeah. Dumbledore actually has. Yeah, like well, I mean, it doesn't mean that they didn't come back and, like, Grindel, or Grindelwald was like, no, I want to be, I want to be your brother. I want to yeah. do this. Mm -hmm. Be your own, his own person. You know, people, I, I want it to happen, but I don't know. I think it did people just reaching. So it's a no? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to say yes, because that would be a pretty cool shirt. <laughs> Please make the shirt, and I'll wear it. <laughs> but, like, they, they're, they're basically, like, just two people. That and, I mean, he does off. typically wear blue. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't like, really wear white, ever. I don't know. <laughs> Is that all the theories you got? Uh, there's a couple more, but... Um, Where are we at on time? We've got time for one more. But I'm curious, though, do you have, like, any theories of your own? Um, or, like, any, like, crazy facts about Lord of the Rings you want to 
shed on the world. There's so, so many. I, I just love my. Fa- I think my favorite thing is uh, Tom Bombadil. That's my next theory. Just, like no one knows who he is. I just think he's God. I think he's like their version. I of didn't God. see a picture of that and, <laughs> yeah. on my Pinterest. And, like I just want. <laughs> I just want to know because like he just basically is like an almighty being that they just run across and then leave mm-hmm. and then is never mentioned again. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, it's also really um, highly debated because he's kind of thrown out of the movies and you never see him. He's yeah. a lot of people's favorite character and he just he's just gone. It's just like the quickest favorite character everyone's ever met. He's just, he's so happy and just yeah, perfect. I think he's, I think he is like their version of I think his name is Eru. Eru Iluvatar. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people do believe that Tom Bombadil is God. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to run people through this theory, especially with with Crystal, uh, to help her out a little bit. I did see a picture of him. I just didn't, like, read the Mm -hmm. whole thing because he just looked like a happy-go-lucky little person. Yeah. So there's this character that along their journey, uh, the Fellowship meets, and though it seems to be... That what is that? Is that uh, I guess that's like supposedly like him in the like an old movie, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, um, through the, the fellowship meets this character along their adventure, and though he seems to be obscenely powerful, um, Tom Bombadil ultimately ser- serves no greater purpose for the story, which is why it is understandable when the movie cuts out the character altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, no one really knows who he is, though, or what's his deal, because for some reason, he is, one, able to see Frodo when he has the ring on, which is strange. Um, so see here, no one really knows what Bombadil's deal is. He appears to be ancient, claiming to have been around for the first acorn, the first raindrop. Tolkien kept Bombadil's true nature intentionally vague, which has only further spurred speculation. Something t- that Tom Belvedil is Valar, one of God's first creations. Other thing that Tom Bombadil is, a.k.a. Eru Iluvatar, God. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tolkien kind of shut that one down, explaining that there is no physical representation of God anywhere in his stories. Maybe the wickiest, maybe the best theory of all, though, that I want to spit at you is that Tom Bombadil is none other than the Witch King. So here it is. It's kind of silly, but it makes (laughs) sense. What? (laughs) Yeah, it sounds crazy, but it makes sense in my head. Tom Bombadil is one of the... One of the uh, is one of but a few characters that can actually see Frodo while he's wearing his ring. The others being the ring raids who are who are in the spirit world, and if Bombadil were to put on the ring, it would have no effect against again, just like the ring raids. But apparently, there are these zombie whites coming, and Tom Bombadil shoot them away without much effort. Like someone who has experience with the ways of the undead. Mm-hmm. Of course, if he's been lying all this time, someone like Elrond would know that Bombadil isn't as old as the trees and the rivers as he claims. But this is also the same Elrond who refused to hand the ring over to Bombadil. It's a silly idea, but then again, so is virtually every other theory about Bombadil. Yeah. But so what do you think? Is it possible that Bombadil could be the Witch King? It is 
possible because like no I guess anything's like, possible any, at this point like, with him anything is because he could be like multiple people because he's I don't know I thought he was always like God I always thought that that was kind of the reference representation I do think he could be more of a Valar which is like the their gods like main angels mm-hmm. um I don't know about the witch king because like the witch king was defeated semi-easily mm-hmm. and like he, he did kill a lot of people but he did die and I don't see Tom Bombadil dying just somehow <laughs> I also don't see how he grew like five feet <laughs> <laughs> yeah because also he rescued because it's not the whole fellowship it's just uh Frodo's company that he's like right after he sets off because it's the first thing pretty much he does not the first thing but it's one of the first things that he does after he leaves the Shire is he goes through this forest and Tom Bombadil saves him like multiple times in a row yeah and and his little like hobbit friends he saves them multiple times so I don't see him ending up like he could have taken the ring then yeah and ended the whole story <laughs> he, he literally it he had it really right? make sense he had it there so he could have just taken it and just won <laughs> or is he one of those gods like meh yeah. I like being needed I'm gonna go along <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't see him giving up that opportunity to only have to do it at the end of the story and then lose like at a scarier opportunity like mm-hmm. a harder opportunity that doesn't even have the ring in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That would be fun, though. With <laughs> <laughs> Tom Bombadil with fighting <laughs> giant maze. Yeah. So. so we think thumbs up or thumbs down on that no. one? No. Thumbs down. Oh, man, wah, I tried. Wah, I thought that one would be fun. That, yeah. I mean, you did say he is the expert, so. Yeah. I got one, though. I got one in there. Yeah. All right, sir. Well, that wraps up. All the theories I have for you. Um, thank you for joining us. Yeah, it was fun. For our crazy podcast about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Do you want any people to try and like look you up on Instagram or anything? Or uh, you know, one of the stalkers? Or? Just Logan, Logan underscore kid or Logan kid. Can't remember on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll link to your Instagram yeah. for sure on here. People um, can check you out. <laughs> yeah. So... That was pretty great. I had one point, so I'm not far off. Yeah, you did it. I did. I got a point. I had zero. <laughs> I failed, but I also didn't know this one. But yeah. All right. Well, uh, I know too much. Think <laughs> give all the knowledge I could have if I focus mm. on something. Else. I mean, you've read. Yeah, you could like focus anything like good. college. I could. I could. I could be good at math. No. What are the reasons more interesting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what should I do to get Crystal to watch the movies finally? I think you just have to sit down and watch them. You just have to make time. It does not pass, what is it, yeah. 9 or 10 o'clock? Yeah. That's when I start falling <laughs> you asleep. Just, you just have to plan like when you're going to watch it. Yeah. It's, it's you don't not have some, to force it on me. It's, it's just... It's not some like all-incredible movie that I've got you, everyone's going to love. Like, yeah. it's, it's just something that's... I love because I've seen it a thousand times. Mm-hmm. That's so. pretty. That's pretty humble. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that like okay. it's not something everybody's gonna like, but I love it. Yeah. That's pretty humble of you. 
All right, well, uh, thanks for listening, fans. Be sure to join us on Twitter and online. We got our Facebook. Mm-hmm. So uh, be sure to share us around, give us a rating and a comment, and as always, thank you for joining us, Logan. Um, this is Lo- Crystal. This is Nick, and Logan, Logan, you want to sign us off? Just scream something. How do we sign off of a podcast? I don't know. We just start making noises. We just start talking really fast. And just like, ah! <laughs>